VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. They travel at speeds pushing 200 miles per hour. The very best drivers in the world putting their lives on the line every week. It's time to get the lowdown on this week's contenders, plus a look at the key driver matchups. Right now on Gone Racing. Welcome back to another edition of Gone Racing. Jeff Motley alongside my buddy Brendan Gone. We're here in the Beeson Studios at the South Point Hotel and Casino and well, we're coming off a big race at Talladega, Brendan. And, uh, I think one of my favorite weeks. One of your favorite weeks. You used to have some pretty good runs at, at Talladega. And before we really get into breaking down the race, um, one thing that was kind of newsworthy, I think, that kind of jumped out at everybody was the comments that we heard from Joey Logano. <laughs> and, and, and you, you sure you, you want my comments well, on that? You've been in that position before, and that seems to have what's gotten most of the news attention. So I'm going to kind of let you kind of just – Whatever, you know, talk to what Joey said. <laughs> well, look, I mean, here's my problem. We're, we're 2021, Jeff, is, is the year we are in right now. Maybe I'm a little bit older. Maybe I'm showing some of my age here. But this is the safest era of racing in, in the history of mankind since racing began. I mean, since, since chariots and, and Ben-Hur was racing around the Coliseum at, in, in the Roman Coliseums. This is the safest time for someone to be a race car driver. The, the, the amount of technology that is coming to these cars, the amount of safety, the amount of effort that the, the sanctioning bodies put into these things is amazing. I mean, Jeff, I grew up racing when I started in the sport. Do you remember the seats back when I was start, in the 90s when, you know, it was a single layer aluminum seat with the headrest that used to sit right here. And when you were when it was like, hmm, I need to move that. You just went and you opened it up wide. So it was way over here. And when you wanted it back, you reached up and just pulled it back to your head and you could rest on it under caution or something. That was what we grew up racing. There was no, uh, I, I drove a race car before they had a, a petty bar. You know, I mean, that's how, the, the, or not the, the Earnhardt bar. So, I mean, 
what we have done to these race cars, the amount of, of technology that NASCAR has done, the roof flaps, the new seat technologies, the Newman bar, all these things that have come into these deals, we are safer in those race cars now than ever before. Asterix, Jeff, is racing still dangerous? It's, racing's always going to be dangerous. And, I, and, and I think his point was the cars getting upside down. But first off, the cars that get upside down, typically those are not the crashes where we've seen some serious well, injuries. The, go, you, you, we talked about this off air. The, the, the five people in NASCAR that have died in the last 30 years are Blaze Alexander, Adam Petty, Tony Roper, Dale Earnhardt Sr., and uh, Kenny, Irwin. Kenny Irwin. Not one of those involved a race car going upside down. They were all hits with walls. In fact, I think only one of them was at Daytona or Talladega. That was Earnhardt at Daytona. Daytona. I know two were at New Hampshire. One was at Texas. And I, and Blaze was, where was, I don't remember where Blaze, Blaze. I don't remember where Blaze was. Blaze was. I feel bad about that. Um, but, I mean, the, all those accidents involved hits with walls. And what did I say when I flipped and landed at Talladega? Whatever it was two years ago. If you're watching the VEASAN stream, you're going to see, uh, you know, the, the picture of Joey Logano, you know, upside down, reminiscent, almost identical to the to the flip that that I had, Jeff, where we got in front of the field yeah, here, and they're showing ours. It, you see your you flip, know, and we're in front of the field. Nothing you can do. The field goes by, and what did I say then? The old, the bad, worst thing that can happen is getting hit in the roof. That's what you don't want to do. Which is what happened to Ryan Newman at Daytona. And Ryan Newman walked out of a hospital two days later without a a problem on him. I mean, a concussion, yeah, okay, hey, that's part of our sport. Get used to it. But I just it bothers me greatly that Joey goes out and makes these statements when. It, <sighs> well, but let me ask you: Is it realistic to think that when you're running at those speeds of 200 miles per hour? that cars are not going to get upside down from time to time. I mean, Jeff, what's the takeoff speed of a 747? We looked it up. We it's looked a, it. 184 <laughs> miles an hour for a 747 jet, and we have 40 cars out there all running more than 200 miles, miles an hour. hour. So I don't care what vehicle you're driving. When you take out the aerodynamics of it and you turn it to a yaw, or in Joey and I's case, to a full broadside, well, guess what's going to happen? Air is going to get underneath it, and it's going to lift us. All you do is is hope that the safety devices that are there work, and they they did. They worked brilliantly. He got a bar that barely touched his head with a skin where a guy did just touch his touch his uh, his roof. He ended up going back onto his wheels. He got out, and he was able to complain in the media center. I I just I don't see where where the fear of what he did was in this whole situation. Well, I'm sure anytime you get upside down, it's a little bit disconcerting, but it is, it is what it is. So, I mean, we'll let him go with it, and we'll see what happens going forward. All right, again, Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gaughan. We're here on Gone Racing, and we're going to move all on. Move on let, a little let's bit. Let's do what the show is about now. Yes, yes. Uh, let's <laughs> My talk, monologue. Thank let's you. talk about Talladega. There were so many different storylines, and I could go. I mean, obviously, it ends up with Brad Keselowski winning the race for the sixth time at Talladega, but Matt DiBenedetto hit mistakes, including mistakes that happened before the race ever started. A um, little bit of what you and I talked about last week about Manufacturers. Team, teammates <laughs> running together when you get a wreck. Guess what? They're all, they're, you're going to wipe out the team. Right. So so let's start first off with Brad Keselowski getting the win. I mean, he's six, six times at Talladega. He got his first career win at Talladega. He has certainly figured out that something about that. He knows how to work that draft at Talladega. He knows how to pick the right lines. 
Once again, like I've said, it's not a crapshoot. How does a guy get this many wins in a place like this? Arena, what's our over-under today? I did not say that word, by the I, way. I, it, it's not going to say it a lot because it's not one. Proves he was a double-digit winner at 11-1, to 1, which, okay, double-digit. But he was a top three, 325. But that was a great return for a top three. How he was that high, we kind of said, Brad's pretty darn good at these places. But Brad Kozlowski is great there. But my, the stat I'll First out of the deal, he led one time the whole race the for money how many lap. laps? The one, lap. one lap. The money lap. That's the only one that counts. One lap. I and and I was so bummed. I had Matt Benedetto for a top three. I was like, and and Matt Benedetto had a great race. I think if he had it to do over again, he probably would not have done. But when I switched lanes the way he did there on that last lap. Well, but you got. I mean, you work your tail off. Well, you do, but at the same time, I mean, you know, Brad is his pseudo teammate. Yeah, He really should have gotten in front of Brad. I mean, and you also have to know, Brad Keselowski has won here five times. times. <laughs> He's probably the guy to beat coming down Listen, to this, this white flag. The, the, those steals are so tough. The runs, are you going to get, is he going to hit you and spin you? So many things. But in the end, Brad K brings it home double digit. Ninth winner in 10 races. I'm going to leave that subject alone today. Ninth winner in 10 races. And then look at the other two guys return on the top three, Jeff. Yeah, you know, William Byron came in at a plus 550. And there's that guy again, Michael, Michael McDowell, McDowell, the Daytona 500 winner. Not he came in 12-1, to one, who who really probably had a chance at it. I mean, they he just, did, too. They probably just waited just a little too long to go. Looking at the rest of the top ten, finally a good run for Kevin Harvick. Matt Benedetto ends up fifth. Kaz Grala. I think that kind of blew everybody away. Uh, he comes in sixth. But, but look at there right there. We talked about teammates. Well, three, Kaz Grala, Tyler Reddick, Austin Dillon. All three children's all three cars children's right cars. there. Right there. And then you have Ryan Blaney, who had a really, really good car early, kind of got kind of got buried back in the pack. I think he got a little frustrated the way those things went down. Ended up uh, coming in ninth and Cole Custer tenth. Now, the guy that I think we ought to talk about for just a minute, and I've been talking about him every week, and I think you're starting to get I've, on the bandwagon a little bit. What have I said w- last William bunch of weeks? Byron is becoming my sleeper. And, 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 and I mean, if you, Sleeper? Ain't no sleeper no more. Well, don't sleep on him. Well, but I don't think people are, are thinking of William Byron in the same vein as Denny Hamlin and, Alex and Joe Bowman. And Alex Bowman. And Bowman's running well, too. But William Byron has finished in the top eight, eight weeks in a row. I mean, that's amazing. And and I've I I think we started this season, Jeff, with me saying, you know, all right, you know, Alex and William, they were, you know, they haven't shown what they. I think I said that. I mean, if if Karina went back, she could bury me because I said, oh, these guys haven't got it going yet. They just haven't proved me. They, you know, and the simulator stuff ain't working, and they're not. Since I made that comment, I have had to eat so much crow because Byron and Alex Bowman have showed me that these kids can go into these computer games and learn with the crew chiefs what they need, and they perform every week, week in and week out, and I am not going to be paying. I am going to zero in on betting on William Byron and Alex Bowman right now and keep watching them with a laser focus. Now, there's four names that I don't see in this top ten up there. Now, some of these guys have been running well every week, and some are known to be really good on these type super speedways. Denny Hamlin, Martin Trix Jr., Ryan Newman, and Kyle Larson. What did those four guys have? Say, what did those four I guys know. have in common last week that ooh, we've talked ooh, about every week? Ooh. Ask me, teacher. Ask me. Yes. Uh, they all had pit mistakes, dude. And that's what you. You, the, you focused what what before the race started. Before you ever got yeah. to the racetrack, uh, Kyle Larson's deal. That's 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 inconceivable. That's that's just. I, I I feel terrible at that, but Denny Hamlin's 
fully self-inflicted, and then had the first one and shot himself in the foot double because he got a penalty as he was serving his penalty. Can't do that. Martin Truex took out running, once again, running with his teammate, took each other out. But he also had a pit. He He had a pit penalty. Speeding. Yep. And then Ryan Newman running great. Everything's looking good for the Roush Fords and Newman. Speeding. Speeding. And then what did he get? Another speeding speeding penalty. penalty on serving the penalty. So just killing themselves. You can't do that. And that's, we've talked about it. Can't do it. Well, and another thing we talked about last week, and I, and I think it's important we talk about Talladega for two reasons. Um, the track most similar to Talladega is Daytona, which is going to be the cutoff for the playoff. And Talladega is a playoff race. So that makes Talladega very, very important. And one thing that we also talked about last week, and you just touched on it, is when you run together with your teammates, it's great when you're out front. But when something goes wrong, and we saw 300 cars all sliding through the grass, we saw two Joe Gibbs cars not put each other in the wall, but they were running together. And so I think it was actually Stenhouse that may have gotten into uh, Hamlin and triggered the one with It was an accordion. But Hamlin and Truex crashed together, and you have Byron and you had Bowman and Chase Elliott all sliding to the grass. Now, William Byron was much more fortunate than the other two. I don't think Bowman, he had a lot of damage, and Chase Elliott really never got his car right again after that. But, But that's what happens when you run together like that. You run that risk. The fear is there, and that's what we talked about. Where you know, if you do, if you do your betting lines, if you do your your fantasy lines on that team deal at at Daytona and Talladega, it can be a great boon. Brad Keselowski wins the race in a Ford with Michael McDowell in a Ford there with Matt Benedetto and a Penske Ford there pushing him with Kevin Harvick and another Ford there pushing. Well, it can go great, but when the mistake happens, Martin Truex Jr. Denny Hamlin out of the race. You know, two of the three Hendrick cars, not a factor after that because of damage. So you got to be careful. You got to balance that out when you're betting. It's hard to do at Daytona and Talladega. But when we come back to that cutoff race at Daytona, I'm going to be looking at this race going, hmm, you know, what can I learn from this? And I can learn that there are people that are flat out good at the super speedways. Keep them in your lineups. Well, let's take a look at who who the winners and who the losers were last week at at Talladega. We've obviously gone through what Brad Keselowski and his yep, winnings, yep. but uh, Group A, how about this? Group A, <laughs> Larson finishes dead last. Joey Logano ends up on his lid. Denny Hamlin ends up 32nd because he got two speeding penalties. Chase Elliott, the wall. 24th place. Chase Elliott finishes in 24th place in Group A and, and wins, wins it the- at a plus 275. So, <laughs> um, so, so now, now let's do the exact opposite of this. In Group B, William Byron was in Group B. William Byron finished second, second in the race. Where did he finish in Group B? He did not win Group B. He finished second. <laughs> Brad Keselowski obviously takes the Group B with plus 270, which, now, by the hold way. Hold on. Do you remember when we talked last week about Group B? We said Kyle Busch, not a factor there. And we said Ryan Blaney, just that we, we, we were worried about Ryan Blaney. Even though he's, he's won twice at Talladega. Twice but we were definitely thought Byron and Keselowski, and, and sure enough. Keselowski pulls ran, it in. They ran one. T- and by the way, I do, do want to get a mention to our, our pit crew. They they had picked William Byron to win Group B. And, and they, I think they thought that they had won Group B it. and didn't realize uh, Brad Keselowski was, was in it. Uh, the favorite, or one of the favorites in Group C, uh, Kevin Harvick won that one with a fourth-place finish. Uh, you know, pretty good there. Austin Dillon also had a top ten but doesn't win the group. Uh, in Group D, I tell you, kind of a hard luck uh, for Bubba Wallace. He had a really 
really good car all day. And and I'm not sure that I agreed with the decision to bring Bubba and Kyle Busch in to take tires there with the, the two-lap sprint out to go because I just don't think they're that valuable. So I think they gave up some, some they track gave up position some track they position. shouldn't have. And, and you know, Bubba led, led some laps. He led uh, uh, 16 laps, not under caution or nothing. He raced up there, ran well. Um, and, and Denny Hamlin had some things to say about how he led the draft, which I was like, I, I – that's you know, his. That's his. That's his guy. It's his. Well, it's his team. You know, Denny owns the team, and when Denny Hamlin is your team owner, I mean, I can understand why. You know, but I just I think Denny was being a little harsh on some of his comments after that. Just well, and he's probably harder on Bubba than anybody else, well, just because he is his guy. But Christopher Bell wins Group D. He was a plus two seventy. Uh, group E, Matt DiBenedetto. I think you might have picked Matt DiBenedetto there. I did not pick that one. I'm just saying, Matt ED, I was pretty happy about. It. I wish I did. I uh, picked him for a top three, not to win the group. But a plus two sixty, and he was the favorite in that group. Had a great run all day. And in Group F, somebody actually sitting here at this table did pick this one. Uh, Michael McDowell, his third place finish, got him a plus two seventy, which kind of a hard luck deal on Tyler Reddick. He comes home with a top ten and doesn't even win win his group, and you're in Group F. So yeah. Michael McDowell, though, I mean, we we talked to Michael McDowell. He was he knows how to get around these places. He knows how to be there at the end. The key is to be there at the end. Those are guys that are there at the end. They don't always win. They might get in the wreck, but they're there at the end. Well, Brendan, now that we're you know, we're getting on toward the playoffs here. We're we're catching up on almost being halfway to the playoffs. We should start looking at the standings. And we talked about the fact that we just had our what ninth different winner in ten races. Nine now? winners, ten nine, races. Nine, I'm telling you, nine winners, ten nine, races. Ten, and that's ten, with Denny Hamlin nine, and Chase ten, Elliott not having been to victory lane. Harvick and Kyle Busch haven't been to victory lane either. Seventeen winners for the playoff starts. But I know that's what you say. Seventeen. I'm, I'm, I'm disagreeing with that. Seventeen winners for the playoff starts. Mark it down, Karina. Mark it down. Whatever show this is. I'm saying we get 13. 17. Okay. I'm saying 13. No Price is Right rules. We're not playing Price is Right rules. Loser buys lunch. But let's look at right now. We've got, we, The guys with wins, I mean, everybody kind of wants to think that they've clinched in. But obviously, if we do get to 16 winners, actually, then so, because the points leader, if they have not won a race, gets in and only the 15 winners, if that were to happen. So looking at the guys that are kind of down below, Chris Buescher, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Austin Dillon, those guys have just kind of crept in. Brendan, look who's on the outside looking in. Now, one guy who's on the outside looking in who made the playoffs last year, actually, I take my hat off to him. Matt Benedetto was dead and buried. He was 34th five in points five weeks season. ago. He, I mean, he, he is couldn't see the top 16. Hell of a comeback. He has now moved into 17th place, and he's only 12 points behind Chris Buescher and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. So he is certainly gaining on them. Kurt Busch, man, he cannot get a break. I mean, it seems like with Kurt, he's one point behind Matt DiBenedetto on the outside right now. And, I mean, Kurt has had more bad luck. He had an oil line come loose at Talladega. I mean, it's like one thing after the other. He's He's got to be thinking something good's got to turn around soon. You know, Kurt, we, we of course, we know, you know, I'm Vegas boy, Kurt, you know, with the Bush family. I'm, I'm a fan. You, we all, we know that we try not to be biased some days, but we, you know, Kurt. We're buddies. I mean, it's, he, he, yeah. we're buddies, but he's, he has definitely had a bad, not a, not a great start to a season. So he, uh, they'll, they'll pull it back together a little bit, but he's got work to do to make that playoffs. Cause I'm saying 17 winners. Well, if we get the 17 winners, then, and, and here's the other thing, by the way, Michael McDowell, we've been kind of saying, okay, Michael McDowell, one day Tona. Oh, he better watch out if 16 people win, win races. He's right? above Alex Bowman. He's ahead of Alex Bowman. Yep. Exactly. Alex Bowman is, is behind him in points, even though he has a win. But I tell you, I still, I, I just marvel at Denny Hamlin, Hamlin. 446 <laughs> points without a win. I mean, he's almost a hundred, he's what, 87, I can't do quick math, 87 points ahead of Martin Truex Jr. Yeah. 
and he hasn't won a race. That's I okay. Mean, it's pretty hey, remarkable. And don't matter. One of the few weeks that he's finished outside the top ten. I mean, we've had he's had eight top fives in ten races. races. Yeah, no, I he's mean, he's on fire. He's doing great. Denny will be there in the end. It doesn't matter if he wins or not. Well, no, if he doesn't, there's no. Well, and and now we've got the next. So the next five races we've got coming up, we've got Kansas and Darlington, a couple mm-hmm. of intermediate tracks where you you, you really kind of think things will sort themselves out a little bit there. Uh, you've got Dover, another track where you don't really expect to see some big upset winner. Then you got the complete wild card that no one really knows much about, the race at Circuit, Circuit of the Americas. Americas. And then the marathon is the Coca-Cola 600. I've got to believe if you're some of those guys like the Benedetto, Kurt Busch, maybe even Orion Newman and, and Bubba Wallace, you've got to make your move in this. In these, this stretch. This is a stretch in, that in has five old races school right here. normal races that you're used to. And and this is a way that you need to at least get some points. Keep them points going. Get yourself pointed back in at least and, and take a little pressure off. But, you know, this week – you're. Well, you know, we've made it this far without even mentioning the name of the Kansas race. Well, I, I was just going to say that that we can mention the, the name of the race now. We, we'll I, I know into, Karina we'll really wants odds. us to talk about this. We'll get into the odds. But, uh, Brendan, would you like to announce the name no, of the please, race? No, please. You, you you are the host today. Please, you go ahead and. The Bushy McBush <laughs> Race 400. The Bushy McBush 400. It's uh, that, hard to even say without. That is why you do not let fans vote. On certain things. Well, I was going to say, would you like to explain to our listeners why this race at Kansas is called that? Well, the Bush Beer is the Bush Light is the sponsor of this race, and they allowed it to be a vote of the fans. And they came up. The fans' number one pick was the Bushy McBush race. Um, and how much pressure will be on Kurt or, or Kyle, Kyle Bush to have to win the Bush Bushy winning Mc... the Bushy McBush yes. race? So that there, there is there is more pressure than ever before. It doesn't matter about your spot. Kevin Harvick, of course, is the Bush car sponsored race car normally, but there is more pressure on Kurt and Kyle this weekend. Can you imagine if Kyle or Kurt Kurt Bush wins the Bushy McBush? Yeah. Well, okay. Now I'm also going to go off the rails here just a little bit as no, a, us? as as a grammarian, which I am. As you know, I used to be a sports writer, yes, yes. so writing is born to me. Why on earth would you name it a race and a 400? The actual, look at that logo. If we could look McBush at the Ma- Bushy McBush Race 400. It's either the Bushy McBush Bush Race 400. or it's the Bushy McBush 400. It does not need to be the Bushy McBush Race 400. Yeah, we have definitely gone uh, off the rails here on the start of this show with my monologue to start and now <laughs> us. We haven't even got to an odd yet except we're, we're but you know what? Bush Beer has done exactly what they basically wanted. They've got people talking about it. All and we keep saying is Bush and McBush, Bushy McBush. We have said Bush on this more than we said crapshoot last weekend. So did, apparently it works. I was, did Karina set an over under on how I, maybe many she times should? We oh, gonna... six. She says the. I think we blew oh, the over under. Well, <laughs> worse, we're worse on the over on this one than we were a crapshoot last weekend. So I just yeah. Yeah. Bushy McBush race 400. Yeah, yeah. And I like, you're right. That is the Department of Redundancy Department. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't like redundancy. That is <laughs> that, that, that really does frustrate <laughs> me. It does aggravate me. But, Brendan, guess what we get to do when we come back from this odds, break? Odds, please. Let's get to odds. Yes, we're going to get to the odds to win, and we might even get to a few head-to-heads this weekend's Bushy McBush Race 400 at Kansas when we come back.
Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome back in to Gone Racing. Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gahn here at the South Point Hotel Casino in the Beeson Studios. And, Brendan, we're getting ready to start talking about the odds for the Bushy McBush Race 400 at Just Kansas go Speedway. Go to the we're odds. going to Kansas. <laughs> it, from here on out, we're going to Kansas. We're going to talk right. Kansas Speedway. Before we get in the odds, though, look at some of the guys that have raced there, some of their records. Uh, Kevin Harvick, Ryan Newman, and Kurt Busch all have made 30 starts and in there. every race. Um yeah, run every race there. Kevin Harvick, Denny Hamlin, and Joey Logano all have three wins there. Harvick's been the dominant driver, 10 top five, 17 top tens. Uh, other guys with multiple wins, Brad Keselowski and Martin Tricks Jr., each have two wins there. Chase Elliott, Kyle Busch, and Ryan Newman all have a win at Kansas Speedway. So we move on into the odds. And, you know, we talked last week about, I think, for what, the ninth time in 10 races, we had a double-digit winner. Brad Keselowski was 11-1. to 1. We've got six guys that are in single digits this week just to get started. But the odds are pretty good, I think, for winning the race. Uh, Denny Hamlin comes in as a favorite at plus 550. Kyle Larson, who won in Las Vegas, a track somewhat similar to Kansas. He and Martin Truex Jr. come in at plus 600. Brad Keselowski, last week's winner, at plus 850. And Chase Elliott and Kevin Harvick, both at plus 900. And we get 
into the double digits, and there's a couple of these that kind of jumped out at me as well. Uh, Ryan Blaney and Joey Logano. Joey Logano, 10-1. to 1. Uh, Kyle Busch, 12-1. to 1. Good numbers on Kyle. William Byron. I mean, there's a guy, eight straight top eight finishes, 16-1. to 1. Alex Bowman, who's been good on these type racetracks, 18-1. to 1. And then the longer shots, 25-1 to 1 for Christopher Bell, 35-1 to 1 for Kurt Busch, 50-1 to 1 for Matt DiBenedetto. Eric Almirola, Austin Dillon, and Tyler Reddick are all 60 Six to one, and then the odds get much higher after that. So, what do you make of these uh, these odds to win, Brendan? I think there's some pretty good numbers on some guys that could surprise people. No, there there are, and I'm I'm going to look at two things. One, you talked about Kyle Larson, right? Being uh, this is a, a track that he has notoriously run fairly well at. This is a track that it's similar to Las Vegas, similar where to Las won. Vegas, all that. And I'm, I'm and and he, you know he's a 600. I'm going to focus on two names though. One, I am always going to focus on William Byron for the rest of the season. Because William Byron has flat out proven me wrong. I don't care what his stats show, um, Byron, because every time I've said that his his stats don't look real good here, same thing. Oh, wait, six races, three top tens. I think he, and, and I think he's starting to figure. I mean, he's figuring. It he's out. figuring it out. But but his last three have been fifth, tenth, and eighth. So I mean, led twenty seven laps. One of them. That's big. The other one though is Tyler Reddick. And let me say why. Tyler Reddick. He's sixty six to one. Now, maybe I should talk about this in top three, not win, but a track that has five lanes, runs to the wall now, runs to the apron, led laps at Las Vegas, led laps at Homestead, the two mile and a half we've had that are very similar with multiple groove. I think that I got to keep an eye on those two guys, Kyle Larson and Tyler Reddick, because this is a track that fits their driving style very well. And Tyler Reddick probably would have had a chance to win that Homestead race that had been another 15 or 20 laps. And and Vegas, he had a problem at Vegas. Something happened to him at Vegas which hurt him. But, you know, looking back at the Vegas finishes, once again, last mile and a half, guess who was second? Our current winner, Brad Keselowski. You know, and Brad Keselowski was first and second in the stages. I mean, ran extremely well. Uh, Denny Hamlin led four times, 47 laps he led. So uh, you look at these names, a lot of the same names, and Alex Bowman finished 27th, but was fifth and sixth in the stages. So Alex Bowman and William Byron, they're two guys that I'm going to be looking at a lot this year. Bowman eighteen to one, William Byron sixteen to one. They're going to keep getting it. But if you go off of the Bushy McBush and the Bush trend, Kyle Bush is twelve to one. Yeah, that, and you, but you know he's always hated Kansas. I, I don't care. He's twelve to one. We, we've had he's hated it. He's got eight top tens in the last ten races and a win and six top fives. I mean. But I, I, I'm with you, though. I love having those long odds on Kyle Busch. He, used to, he was plus 250 to win races last year, and he's 12-1 to 1 double-digit winner. And one thing you wanted to point out, he's going to run the truck race, and what what does that mean for him? It, so every time he does run the, the, the truck or Xfinity race before, it's a practice. He did that a couple weeks ago, um, and he finished second. So I, 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 I am a fan of when Kyle Busch gets that practice lap in. So Kyle Busch 12-1. to 1, that could be a great number on a guy that has been struggling, and we've been saying bet the don't line on Kyle Busch, right? I've been I've been saying that for how long now? Kyle Busch is twelve to one. He's running the truck race the day before. I think that could bode well for Kyle Busch in the Bushy McBush. Oh boy, can you of, imagine a lot of Bush going on here? Uh, yeah, a lot mm. of Bush. <clears throat> yeah, making me thirsty. And we got we got it, and I got a TV in here, and there's a Rachel Ray on TV. So I'm even getting hungry because it's getting close to lunchtime when we're we're recording this show so <laughs> i need to stop watching the tvs in the in the studio i think brendan kurt bush 35 to 1
All right. Well, Christian I like some of those long odds. I, I mean, I think some of these guys with the long odds, and we're going to talk about the top threes in, in just a minute when we come back from uh, from our next break. So we'll be breaking down the top threes and the driver head-to-heads when we come back on Gone Racing. here at Gone Racing. Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gone And Brendan, it's time to start talking about the top three in this weekend's race at Kansas Speedway. I, you notice I left out the name of the race because I'm tired We've of saying it. We've said it plenty. So, the top three really, really kind of mirror our, our odds to win the race. Denny Hamlin, the favorite there to get a top three at plus 160. Kyle Larson and Martin Trix Jr. plus 170. Keselowski plus 240. Elliot Harvick plus 260. Blaney Logano plus 300. Kyle Busch plus 325. William Byron plus 400. Boy, that one just really jumps out with the way he's running. Alex Bowman a plus 500. Christopher Bell a plus 650. Kurt Busch plus 900. And then we're in double digits with Matt Benedetto at 12. Almirola, Austin Dillon, Tyler Reddick at 16. And Cole Custer, Eric Jones, and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. at 25 to 1. You know, I... Once again, I talked a minute ago about Tyler Reddick. Well, I don't think Tyler Reddick's probably going to win this race, but Tyler Reddick at a top three at 16 to one. That's a heck of a number. And the way he runs at this place, the way this track and the tire and everything works, it could be a good day for a Tyler Reddick. But one, no negative numbers. How many times a mile and a half the last couple of years do we have Kyle Busch or Martin Truex as a minus 125? Well, everybody's in the positives, but William Byron and Alex Bowman, you said it. I'm sorry. I, I I am on that bandwagon now. You know, when we talk about the teams that have won a race this year, the the Phoenix has risen from the ashes. They got rid of that anchor, Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. And all it's, the, it's still amazing that Hendrick's four cars and the only one that hasn't won is a defending is the current champion. champion. But but the point is they they were they were, you know, the, Hendrick was not in the conversation the last two years as the best for the last twenty, they were the best organization. The last two, they were not in that conversation. Now Three wins for Penske, three wins for Gibbs, three wins for Hendrick. And Hendrick as a whole is looking like a whole di- the Hendrick of old. And it's all based on these young kids. The, the youth movement going and on over there. I'm, I am on him. 400 and 500, top three, Alex Bowman. I, I've I got to take a good look at that and say I might take both of those. All right, well, let's take a look at our driver head-to-heads. And it's pretty obvious that our odds makers here are all about Kyle Larson. Because... Now, if you want to bet a guy on the don't line on Kyle Larson, he is uh, minus 120 against Danny Hamlin's even, minus 130 against Truex at plus 110, minus 130 against Blaney at plus 110, and minus 140 against Brad (laughs) Keselowski's plus 120. Uh, There's some other picks in there that kind of maybe jump out a little bit. You see guys going against Chase Elliott, both Kevin Harvick and Joey Logano, uh, plus 115. And one interesting uh, matchup, I think, in there, uh, we talked about a little bit off Fair. Tyler Reddick a plus one fifteen against his teammate Austin Dillon at a minus one thirty five. So I, I I look at the Tyler Dillon Austin or, or Tyler Dillon Tyler Reddick Austin Dillon and that one first jumps at me and says hey they're both great they both have been running better they're, it's a risky one because 
every week they're either side by side with each other or one has a problem and ran side by side and then they had a pit mistake or, or a mistake in their back. But I just like the way Reddick runs this racetrack. Um, the other one to me, if you look at Benning, let's say the don't line like we talk on Kyle Larson, Kyle Larson runs that wall. He, he cracks an egg, you know, he, he bends a fender in. It could hurt his day. Brad Keselowski, plus 120. Hold on. Fifth best point getter, six top tens, last 10 races, four top fives, a win in those last 10 races. Kyle Larson's fantastic. But Kyle Larson can also have a problem. See, here, here's Brad Keselowski's last four. A win, a 19th, a second, and a fourth. Yeah, I'm telling you, and Larson, look, I know he won in Las Vegas, and he had some runs early. Larson really has not been as strong lately. and pretty, I know darn, we, pretty darn strong. And but. I know we've run some different kind of racetracks, but I just think that that would be an interesting gamble to go the full don't line on Kyle Larson. There could be some money to be it, won there if if, 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 he, if he has a bad day because, because he could. Him. All he has, I mean, look, Kyle Larson runs one of the riskiest lines in the sport. Him and him and Tyler Reddick run way up there. I thought I loved the high line. Everybody used to joke about me up in the high line. They would pass me on the outside. That's how far, far on the outside they are. So these two kids run a risky line. When they when it works and they make it, it is fantastic. When it doesn't, you know, it, it hurts them. How do you like those two uh, bets against Chase Elliott? Kevin Harvick plus 115, Joey Logano plus 115. God, you know, Joey Logano I like. Looking at Logano, you know, I mean – the problem is, Kevin, we're still not sure what Kevin Harvick is. Is this the Kevin Harvick that in the last 10 races has averaged a 5.5 finish? The last 10 races has been, you know, two wins, ninth, fourth, second in the last three. Is that this, Kevin? Good question. Or I think it, we're, we're waiting to find out where is Stuart Haas in general, but certainly Kevin Harvick is the leader of that crew. The rule change that hurt Stuart Haas, that the fender thing that they have been trying to come back from, this is the racetrack that it hurt him the, the most at. And listening to Rodney Childers and their crew chiefs on the radio this week, they've all said they have a brand new body build coming with this race. So say they hit it, they could be back to the old Kevin. They could be back to the old Eric. They could be back to the, you know, the, the, the Cole Custer that won a mile and a half last year. Or they got it wrong. And it's still, they're still playing. And with no practice, it's kind of hard to know. You're not going to know until the race starts. So, well, let's get started on our group matchups. We'll we'll start the groups, talk about them a little bit in this segment, and we'll finish them up in our our last segment. But so, Group A, uh, Denny Hamlin and Martin Tricks Jr. are looking up at Kyle Larson. Now, I I find this kind of interesting that Mm. Denny Hamlin is the favorite to win the race. He's the favorite. He has the lowest but, odds to but finish Kyle in the top is three. The favorite in the group. But Kyle Larson is a favorite in Group A. He's plus 255. Denny and Martin are plus 275. And a little bit, I guess, curious to me that Ryan Blaney is the other driver in Group A. He's a plus 280. Well, and I'll, I'll let you know why Ryan Blaney's in that group. Last 10 races, he's 50%, five top fives. Uh, so Blaney has not been bad here. Uh, five top fives, three top tens. His last couple races, though, well, you know what? 32nd, 21st, 20th, and 7th in his last four. I'm just going to say that yeah. if, if if it's me and you give me a group that Denny Hamlin is in and he's not the favorite, it's not hard. Winning. For, hey, he could finish second and not win the group. Like, like Well, as we found out last week, that that's exactly what happened last week. All right, let's move along to group B. Our favorite there, Brad Keselowski at plus 230. Chase Elliott and Kyle Busch plus 260. And you want a long odd? You want a long odd? Plus 360 on Kevin Harvick. God, that's enticing. The most successful driver in Kansas Speedway history. Oh, that's enticing right there. 
I mean, they've got a brand new body build. They've talked about it on the radios all week, Jeff. Oh, that's super enticing right there. I mean, if they get this body right and they're back to being Kevin and Rodney, they're going to dominate this race. Well, it's kind of like why not roll the dice on that one? You know, that's the one where you say, okay, if I lose it, I lose it. But I mean, I think 360 is huge. Well, that's what I mean. I think that number is so big, it's really kind of hard. And, and look, Kyle Bush really hasn't proven anything to us. Chase Elliott has not really been too spectacular at all this year. I mean, he just kind of keeps, you know, moving along, if you will. So I think going Kevin Harvick there is not not the worst bet in the world. No, I, I, three six. That's enticing. Remember, we always talk. The big number's enticing. That's an enticing one, especially knowing what I've heard on the radio. Well, when we come back on Gone Racing, we will finish breaking down the groups and we'll give you our picks. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Want to watch any part of today's show or any past show? Check out 
Check us out at vsun.com slash subscribe. There are also multiple ways to watch the show. VEASAN's available on Fubo, Sling. We partner with, with iHeartMedia, and you can access us uh, access VEASAN. Can't even get that out, Brennan. On our Alexa devices. For all the ways to watch and listen, go to vsun.com slash subscribe today. Brennan gone. Jeff Motley. We're back here the uh, VEASAN studios, and we're breaking down the groups. We've already gotten through groups A and group B, so we're moving already into group C. A heavy favorite in group C is Joey Logano at plus 200, William Byron and Alex Bowman both at plus 265, and a real long shot, Christopher Bell at plus 425. You know, look, I, I've just talked about William Byron and Alex Bowman, and they put him in the same damn group. You know, I mean, it's like, darn it. Um, Joey Logano plus 200, he's the favorite. I get it, but... I don't know, but Christopher, this, I mean, look, that's a big number. I just say Kevin Harvick was enticing, right? 360. Is Christopher Bell enticing enough at 425? One of the bigger numbers we've seen all season. And he's got one top 10 in two races here. I don't think he's as enticing to me at plus 425 as Harvick is at plus 360 in Group B. But that's I will agree with that statement. He finished 10th here in this race, in the playoff race last year for Levine family. Uh, well, we'll just, see. I just, William Byron and Alex Bowman running too strong. I, I, I just, I, I can't jump on it, but it's a big number. Well, now let's look at Group D. And this one I think is a really hard one to handicap this here. Our, our two favorites, Kurt Busch and Austin Dillon, plus 255. Matt DiBenedetto at plus 290, along with Tyler Reddick, plus 290. I literally probably would have looked at that group and I said, make them all plus 270. Yeah, I, look, Matty D has been running so much better the last couple of weeks. We've talked about it. I talked a bunch about Tyler Reddick and Austin Dillon, how well the RCR cars have been running lately. This is a track that's right in their wheelhouse as of late. And Kurt Busch been struggling, but the best stats overall uh, in the last 10 races, six top 10s in and, the last 10 races. And most of Kurt's struggles have not been because the car was running well. I mean, something broke or, yeah. or something happened. So it so, hasn't been that they've just been out to lunch at all these races. Yeah, that that to me, D stands for death. I'm staying away from it. Group E, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Eric Almarola are our favorites at plus 255. Ryan Newman and Bubba Wallace, a guy who's certainly running better in, you know, in one of these cars that's sort of a satellite car to the Gibbs team. Uh, they're both at plus 290. So Eric Almarola has four top tens here in the last 10 races. But that falls under the same category as which Stuart Haas racing team is going to be there. You can take the flyer and say that Stuart Haas is going to get it fixed. But Bubba Wallace has really... Problem is with Bubba, I see the same thing with Bubba that we used to talk about with Blaney. Not the closer. He's led a lot of laps. He's done really well. And at the end of the races, he pulls back. So I'm a little nervous about that. I do like Eric Almarola with this new Ford stuff that I'm hearing about. Uh, but that's a tough one for me to handicap also. And looking at Group F, we've got uh, a clear favorite, Chris Buescher at plus 260. And then Ross Chastain, Ryan Priest, and Daniel Suarez are all coming in at plus 275. It's kind of interesting. You look at Buescher. He's now the veteran out of that group. Uh, and, and, and oh, by the way, we should point out, we like to call our Group F the Ron Flatter, Chris Buescher group. That's right. And we actually get Chris Buescher in Group F. this The top couple years ago, so he's run fairly well there. Daniel Suarez, which amusingly, Daniel Suarez, how about this for, for like, did you know this? He's got uh, eight races there. Remember, he ran for, for, you know, a lot of years in different things, and Joe Gibbs for a while, too. As a seventh-place finish there, um, I did not realize that. And it was his first race at Kansas for the Gibbs car. Oh, man, that's a tough one. Um, yeah, I'm not touching this one. I'm sorry, I can't. Ross Chastain has been running probably the better of some of those, but Chris Boucher is is 
you know, up and down. Sometimes he does really well. Sometimes he fades in the end. Daniel Suarez, the the Daniel Suarez, that trackside team has probably been running the best of that group. But then at the end, they step, they have a pit mistake. Daniel makes a mistake. Something happens late. So tough for me to get that one too. All right. Well, let's look at the other uh, the other odd that we like to talk about every week. It's the race team's odds to win. Joe Gibbs Racing, no shocker there, comes in as a favorite at plus 185. Hendrick Motorsports is plus 200, and Team Penske is plus 300. It should be pointed out that pretty much every week we see Gibbs the favorite, Hendrick, and then Penske. And I think maybe part of that's because there's four Gibbs cars, there's four Hendrick cars, and only three Penske cars. But all three of those organizations have three wins this year. <laughs> three, three, three. So Penske might be the way to go. In fact, somebody bet on Penske to win last week. Yes, and, they did. And won on a plus 325. And, of course, the odds get much longer on others. But you brought up an interesting point. Stuart Haas Racing. Four teams is, there. Is That's pl- four. Right. But it's plus 700. But we really think that you're really betting on one driver. Maybe Almirola, but right now we've seen nothing out of Custer or Briscoe, no. even though Custer won at Kentucky. But last. that was the entire... That was the entire Stuart Haas. We've talked, they have talked ad nauseum about how that fender rule affected them and they did not fix it fast enough. So once again, they've come with new cars. If you if you are on the I'm willing to take a chance, you can get a plus seven hundred on Stuart Haas. You got four guys there, heavy on Kevin Harvick, but four guys with a new body build on all of their Fords. This could be a week for him. The, the the drop after that, though, is because you go down to Chip Ganassi at 30 to 1 with two teams. Richard Childress, 31 with two teams. two teams. JTG with two teams. And Roush Fenway with two teams. You know, so, and the field this week, the field last week was a decent bet. The field this week, I don't see. No, and it's not, it, the field is a 16 to 1 because you've got Matt DiBenedetto in the field. You've got you Bubba Wallace in the field. You so you've got some guys that could, uh, that could surprise you in there. You could, but I don't see it this week. Well, Brendan, we have gone through the odds. Pretty much every odd we could think of, possibly, for Kansas Speedway. For the, I'm going to say it one more time. The Bushy. Bushy McBush Race 400, which I really hate saying that redundancy. However, <laughs> it is what it is. So it's time to start talking about our picks. But before we do that, um, somebody had been talking a lot of smack about being in first place all year. I'm still, well, I'm still is, in first place. Uh, no, you're not. Oh, no. The screen is cor- incorrect. I apologize. Uh, no, the standings are. Oh, yeah. That's got the screen yeah. is incorrect, but they're correct on our paper. I here, think it's sir. correct on the screen. Uh, I'm just going to say no, that, the that screen is wrong. Jeff at 235 no. is not Brendan and Brendan is not Jeff on that screen. I, I think that. I have it right on well, the screen. Yours truly got two big wins last week with Michael McDowell winning. I think we got to check these and, stats. And, and Karina, we, we, commissioner of the league, we need to make sure that we we check this math a little more. Well, with I, him. I um, think they're pretty obvious. They're right there on the screen. We've got the winners and losers. I'm gonna put it all up there. Pinsky, I got that one with the plus three twenty five. So last week my total was two point nine five on the plus side. You still were on the plus side last week. You got winners with Al Marola, a minus one ten over Kyle Bush. You made okay. me do, you still, made me do math. Still. And Brad Keselowski in Group B, which you went head to head with the pit crew on that one. So you were in the positive with a, a point six. Uh, pit crew last week got a good winner with Matt DiBenedetto in Group E, but and they got a hard hard luck loss with uh, William Byron there. In yeah. Group B, so hey, their total was minus one. I beat him in that. We went head to head. I had Brad K. You did. I know that was good for you. Head to so, head against the the picker. So as we go into this weekend, our overall season totals. Um, I am now in the lead at plus three point seven five. I think the screen. Brendan, right. you were at plus two point three five, and Pit Cruz at minus eleven point three five. I I I think they're going to have to. Well, they're going to try to take some big swings. Listen, take whatever the, the pit crew does, go the opposite, and you'll make a lot of money. <laughs> oh, that feels so bad to hear you say <laughs> that. 
All right, since the pit crew is last and Karina doesn't like to come on screen, so I'm going to read off the pit gotcha. crew picks for this week. Uh, they picked Kyle Busch to win at 12-1. to 1. That's their swing for the fence. Uh, William Byron, a top three at plus 400. Uh, sticking with the Kyle Busch theme in Group B at plus 260. They like Joe Gibbs Racing to come home in first place at plus 185. And they are going in the head-to-heads and taking Martin Trix Jr., over Kyle Larson at plus 110. Well, they are not hedging anywhere there, and they are going Bush heavy in the Bush E. McBusherton. Or no, Bushy McBush. <laughs> Bushy McBush. Bushy McBusherton? Bush? Uh, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, just, anyway, yeah. They're, they are Bush heavy. Bush heavy on the pit crew today. Um, since I finished second last week, Mr. Motley, I will, I will pick in the middle here for us. And I am going to go heavy top three today because I like the return. Kyle Bush. I'm riding, I'm riding the bush fever. I'm going plus 325. William Byron, plus 400. And Alex Bowman, plus 500. Those two kids have proved me wrong. I'm putting my money where their mouths are now because I, I'm, I'm a believer and I'm going with it. I'm going into the head-to-heads. I'm doing the teammate head-to-head. I'm taking Tyler Reddick over Austin Dillon, plus 115. And then I, that 360 it t- enticed me in Group B. I am going Kevin Harvick, Group B, plus 360. I just, to me, that number was big enough to entice me towards him. Well, it's very likely that the standings are not going to change dramatically going into this week because you and I, I think, have three of the same picks, Brendan. So we are on the same page somewhat. So I am also going along with you and the pit crew with William Byron with the top three. I love that number there at plus 400. I also am going with the Tyler Reddick over Austin Dillon in the head-to-head. I love that pick there as well. And the rest of my picks are in the groups. Uh, the ones, a couple of them that you don't have. I'm going. I'm not going to ever pass on Denny Hamlin when he is not the favorite in a group. So I'm going Denny Hamlin plus 275 in Group A. I am going along with you on that Kevin Harvick number, the plus 360 in Group B. And I am going to go down into Group F, and I am going to take Chris Busher. I like the guy that's more the veteran who has had some pretty good runs this year. So there you have it. All my right. picks for this week. So Brendan, we've got. Uh, about a minute and a half left, and we're talking Kansas Speedway. How many times do you race at Kansas? Oh, God. I was in the very first race, the actual first race. First cup race? No, I was in the first Winston West and ARCA race. We had a Winston West and ARCA there in 2001, and I'll never forget, Jeff. We pulled up. You want to talk about Field of Dreams. You know, if you build it, they will come. You drove to Kansas City, Kansas, not Missouri. Middle of nowhere, 20 miles south of Leavenworth Prison or whatever it is. And middle of nowhere, they built this this racetrack and we went what in the world were they thinking have you seen i just drove by there about a month ago yes you did oh my god i mean major league soccer stadium all the mall and the the, the casino that the they built back casino there? off of turn two amazing what they've done at kansas so was there in the very first race ever the arca and the west race and you enjoyed racing there yeah i've did, always did loved you it. like that place yeah i mean it was my style you know those mile and a half where i was high wide and handsome and having a good time uh had a, had a chance to win there about three, four times. Got a bunch of top tens, so I loved it there. Well, I think it could be a very exciting race. It's going to be a big difference from what people saw this past weekend at Talladega, but I think one of the things people need to look for this weekend as we go into this. It's the logo. I know. They, the, well, the, the logo. Oh, yeah, it's like it's out in the middle of a, of a cornfield or whatever. Okay, it's the Bushy McBush Race 400 coming up this weekend. I think it's on Fox or FS1 or one of those networks. So we will see you next week.
Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. 